Echoes from God's Word on Echoes of Holiness Radio. Thank you, Brother Aaron. It was requested that I sing this morning, so if my wife will come to the piano, we'll sing this morning. But I'd like to say we are glad to be able to be with you in the service and uh, love the people here. I feel at home here. I just feel comfortable with the people of God. And uh, you, you've expressed your, your love and your fellowship to us, and uh, it just makes us feel at home. And uh, we, we love you, everyone, and I love Brother Aaron, appreciate Brother Aaron. You've got a good preacher for a pastor, I feel like. Held us a revival, and uh, the Lord just really blessed us. Thoroughly enjoyed the revival and Brother Aaron's preaching. It was just uh, really uh, a great benefit to the church, and we appreciate Brother Aaron and uh, the church here. Just trust that the Lord would help us while we're here to be able to say something that would be an encouragement to you. Uh, it was a Paul that said that he took courage when he seen the brethren, and it's just an encouragement, isn't it, to see saints from across the country of like faith and... Uh, that's carrying the same burden and the same, uh, trying to stand for the same things you're standing for. It's just strength, isn't it? We're glad to be able to be here with you. There, there is a haven for every weary traveler when the storm breaks the stillness of the night there is a safe place for all the lost and lonely to find shelter until the morning light There is a haven For the weary soul to run to When you're tired of all the guilt And all the shame There is a Savior And His hope When you speak his name in prayer, he'll give you rest there from all your cares and labor. There's a haven and the Lord will meet you there. There is a haven for the
I've used that haven, I've used that refuge many times. When my soul has been overwhelmed, the psalmist said, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. And I've had to go back when I seemed and felt like I was overwhelmed. I found that haven. I remember one morning after battling the enemy all night that the Lord spoke to me and said, the tower, I seen a city. He said, the tower that's closest to you is the name of the Lord, and you can, you can run to it. And I'm glad he's been that haven to me. I appreciate the service this far. I appreciate uh, the Sunday school class. It is truth. It is so right what Brother Chris taught us this morning. And uh, maybe I connected with it because it's uh, kind of along the lines of what I felt like the Lord has given me. And uh, I preached along these lines. I preached from these scriptures a couple of weeks ago. And after I talked to Brother Aaron on the phone a few days ago and he mentioned us uh, possibly being able to stay uh, for the service this morning, I immediately, when I hung up from him, this this scripture uh, and this message came to my mind, and I felt like ever since that I would uh, would bring it here, if I, if it was that I would preach this morning, that that's what I would uh, preach from, and uh, so I trust the Lord will help us. If you have your Bibles and like to begin reading with this in Ecclesiastes, and I like to say I appreciate my mother. I'm glad. Be able to be in service with her this morning, and uh, she prayed lots of prayers for us. And I heard her pray many times. The Lord would make her family a blessing, and uh, so I, I do have honor and respect for my mother. Thankful that uh, we can be in service with her again. Ecclesiastes, forty-six chapter. Trust the Lord will help me. I'm sorry. Ecclesiastes, the 10th chapter. <clears throat> I'm kind of at that point, Brother Aaron was at a few years ago. I can see my scriptures very well most of the time, and every once in a while, something happens. <laughs> I hadn't broke down got glasses yet. Might have to borrow yours this morning. But anyway, we'll do our best. At least I can... Have somebody read for me if I need to. Ecclesiastes, the tenth chapter, and the first verse. Dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor. So doth the little folly him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. I'd like to go now to Isaiah 65. Isaiah 65. And eight, thus saith the Lord, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one saith, destroy it not, for a blessing is in it, so will I do for my servant's sake, that I may not destroy them all. And I will bring forth a seed out of Jacob, and out of Judah, and inheritor of my mountains, and my elect shall inherit it. And my servants shall dwell there. I believe a little prophecy here of Isaiah of a day of grace, a day of 
of, uh, of a new wine, of a spirit of God, and uh, a day when a seed would be brought forth out of Jacob, which we know as Christ, and uh, one that would inherit uh, the mountain, and uh, that he would establish it, and uh, he said his servants would dwell there, and uh, but the, the cluster, he said, as the wine is found in the cluster, and one saith, destroy it not, for a blessing is in it. There's a reason for us to make sure that the cluster is not destroyed. We take care of that, make sure that it's not destroyed because there is a blessing in it. Amen. And I believe we've experienced that, that blessing. I believe that I felt the Spirit of the Lord this morning in the house of God, that, that new wine. I felt the presence of the Lord. Amen. And such a wonderful plan of salvation was laid out and a day of grace was brought to us uh, through uh, the coming of Christ and, and the death and uh, burial and resurrection and the establishment of the church. Such a perfect plan of salvation was laid. Amen. Such a wonderful blessing was brought to us that we could be saved, that we could be sanctified, that we could be baptized with the good Holy Ghost, a perfect plan was handed down to us. Amen. And there is a blessing in it. Amen. There is a blessing in that plan of salvation that was handed down to us. There is a perfect plan. Amen. And I'm glad for it. I want to be careful that even now that, that we don't destroy the cluster. For there's yet a blessing in it. In the book of James, and this is a scripture that Brother Chris has already used this morning. I pointed it out to my wife. I had it marked already. But in the book of James, the first chapter, and reading in the 22nd verse, he said, But be ye doers of the word, and not hearers only, deceiving your own selves. For if any be a hearer, of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty and continueth therein, he being not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this man shall be blessed in his deeds. This man shall be blessed in his deeds. Thank the Lord. To hear the word of God, to hear the truth that is as it is preached, as to receive the perfect plan of salvation into our life and look into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, this man shall be blessed in his deed. There's a blessing in that. Amen. There's a blessing in hearing the truth and applying our lives to it. And hearing the word of God and doing what the word of God says. Amen. There's such a blessing in that. Praise the Lord. 
I hope the Lord will help me just for a little while. I don't intend to just preach long for the sake of preaching long. I like to be able to, amen, to say something that God wants me to say, that the word of the Lord. And I feel like I'm on track this morning. But to be honest with you, I feel like Brother Chris was teaching this morning that God has a word for us. I'd like to hear it. Not just to be a hearer of the word, but to be a doer uh, of the word. That uh, we might have that blessing brought to us. There is a blessing in the cluster. Make sure that it's not destroyed. Don't destroy the cluster for there is a blessing in it. Amen. Whoso looketh into the perfect law of liberty. There is a perfect law of liberty that is found in the scriptures and the truth of God's word. It is a word that will separate us from the bondage of corruption. It is a word that separates us from uh, being bound, amen, uh, in, the, in the corruption of this world by the rudiments, the elements of this world. Amen. The things that would defile, the things that would destroy. When we hear the word of God and we hear the, uh, the perfect law, we look into the perfect law of liberty, we do that. It separates us from sin. It separates us from the bondage of corruption. It is the perfect law of liberty. Amen. It is holiness under the Lord. Praise God. That's what holiness is, the separation from the world, isn't it? Because he that is a friend of the world is an enemy of God. Amen. And we know that this, this world is, is destined to be destroyed. It is going to, it is bound for destruction. And the only way that you and I can be saved is to be set at liberty from the bondage of corruption that is in the world. So holiness is not just somebody that has, uh, you know, figured out some, a bunch of rules and regulations, but it is a perfect law of liberty to set us free from a world of sin and corruption. Praise God. And so when we hear the truth of His Word and we apply it to our lives and we are a doer of the Word, amen, we've been separated from the world and we continue therein, we'll find that there is a blessing in that. Praise God. There is a reality in the, the way that we believe. There is a truth in the way that we've been taught. Amen. It is a wonderful plan of salvation. It is a glorious way that a man could find himself, that conviction could reach his heart, though he be destined to destruction through his sins. Amen. Though he be bound to destruction, that, that God with his conviction could reach his heart. Amen. He could find a place to pray and settle the old account. The old account can be settled and we can be set free from this world of sin. We can sing the song, thank God I am free, free, free from this world of sin. A perfect law of liberty. Thank God that we could be justified, that we could be set apart from our sins. Isn't it a glorious thing that we are saved this morning. Praise God. I'm glad to be saved this morning. 
Praise the Lord. I'm also glad that Jesus prayed to the Father before he went away. The 17th chapter of St. John and said, I pray, amen, for these. said They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. That, that separation was already there because they've been justified. But he said, sanctify them through thy truth. Thy word is truth. I believe in sanctification, don't you? Amen. It's a wonderful thing that a person can be sanctified. They can be preserved in that separated state. He can be preserved there. That he don't have to be drugged back down uh, into the, the filth of this world. Amen. To the things that he came out of. That God can put a law of liberty in his heart. That God can write his law in his heart. And put the nature of Christ in his being. And so whenever things come up. Amen. That used to make him just fly off the handle. And come unglued at the scene. It don't have to be that way anymore. Praise God. Kept by the sanctifying experience of God. Amen. I'm glad that God sanctified me. I remember after the Lord sanctified me, went out to the motorhome and we was in a church service and traveling and my dad got on to me about something and I was surprised that it didn't upset me anymore. I, there just wasn't no feeling there that used to be. I was surprised, amen, that it didn't upset me anymore. I'm glad for sanctification. I'm glad for the experience of the Holy Ghost that God, amen, has given us, the, baptized us with the Holy Ghost. Amen, he said it is with you, but it shall be in you. And he gave us the experience, amen, of being baptized with the Holy Ghost that we could have power to be a witness in this world of sin. Praise God. Amen. That we could stand right in the face of the Antichrist someday and confess that Jesus Christ is Lord though all the world is against us. We can hold on to our testimony by the, by the grace that is given to us through the Holy Ghost. Amen. As Peter did. This is a perfect plan of salvation. Talk about a child being born again. It's real, it's real. You can tell your children with confidence. Amen. If you get saved, it's a wonderful thing to get saved and set free and you can go to heaven and you're telling them the truth. You can tell them you can be sanctified and kept in a world of corruption and sin and walk through the filth of this world and still come out clean through the sanctifying power of God. Amen. And when you tell them that, you're telling them the truth. It is real. Amen. Talk about speaking in unknown tongues. It's real. It's real. Thank God. It is a truth. And there is a blessing in it. Amen. I appreciate. I've seen these young people getting in. Amen. There's a there's new wine for them. There's experiences for them. There is grace for them, brother Aaron. Amen. But it's the devil's desire to destroy that blessing. Amen. It's the desire of Satan to destroy the blessing that is in this perfect law of liberty. That's in continuing in this perfect law of liberty. And the very next verse said, 
If any among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, but deceiveth his own heart, this man's religion is vain. Amen. No coincidence that he put that verse right there. Amen. If a man will look into the perfect law of liberty and continue therein, this man shall be blessed in his deed. But if any man among you seemeth to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, this man's religion is vain. Amen. Praise God. You're looking at me this morning. I hope, I hope that, amen, I could get this message across to you this morning. It's my desire. Amen. If any man among you seemeth to be religious, well, we, we, we like to see people that's spiritual, don't we? We like to be blessed by their testimonies. We like to be blessed by their experiences. But if any man among you seemeth to be religious and bridleth not his tongue, this man's religion is vain. Amen. Well, it's not that he don't have anything good to say. It's not that he don't have a praise for the Lord. It's not that he don't have something, a good experience to tell, a good testimony to tell. He seems to be religious. But if while... He was over there talking to this brother. He said some things that, amen, he shouldn't have said. He said some things about a brother that he shouldn't have said. Amen. And it brought offense. And it stirred a little bitterness up. And all of that good that he had that seemed to be religious, it was to none effect. Amen. The cluster was destroyed by a few words that should not have been said. Amen. We'd like for our children to be able to look at this way and see a good way. We'd like for them to see the blessing in it. There is a blessing in it. I wanted to, I wanted to make a point from the very beginning that there is a blessing in this way. There is a glorious blessing in living a holy life. Talk about living a holy life. It's real. It's still real. There's a blessing in it. But our children, as they look over there, and they begin to see the blessing of it. And all of a sudden, they hear somebody talking about the preacher. And all of a sudden, they hear somebody talking about their brother. And they see a little contention over here. And they see a little contention over there. And all of a sudden, the blessing that's in the cluster is destroyed. And they say, if that's what holiness is, I'm not interested anymore. Amen. Well, just failing to bridle our tongue will destroy the blessing. It will destroy the cluster. Amen. As the wine, as the new wine is found in the cluster, and one say it, destroy it not, but there is a blessing in it. Oh, I like for our children to look at this perfect law of liberty. I like for them to look at holiness and see the blessing in it. Wouldn't you? 
till they'd say, that's what I want. I want what grandma had. I want what grandpa had. I want what the, amen, what brother so-and-so or sister so-and-so had. I want that blessing, amen, that there be no contention, that there be no strife, that there be nothing that's mixed in with it that would destroy it, amen. I read to this scripture. Let me go back to Ecclesiastes now again, the 10th chapter. As dead flies cause the ointment of the apothecary to send forth a stinking savor, so doth the little folly him that is in reputation for wisdom and honor. Amen. You ever been to a church dinner or a potluck supper somewhere? Some certain dish really smelt good and really looked good and probably was good. And you got over there to dip you some of it out, Brother Chris, and you looked at it as maybe as an outside event and you looked over in there and there's a fly. Well, did you say, I'm just going to dip over here to the side where, you know, I'm make sure I don't get that fly. Or did you just kind of gracefully put the lid back on it? Pass on to the next one. How, how much, how many flies would it take to make you turn it down? Amen. You see, ointment of the apothecary is precious. It is valuable. Amen. It's something to be desired. It sends forth the sweet savor. It sends forth the sweet smell. But when flies get in it, amen, it destroys it though it might be ever so, have been ever so valuable. Amen. I love when we get in a good hole in a service. Amen. And we begin to feel the Spirit of God. And we begin to see the blessing in holiness. Holiness is still beautiful. Did you know that holiness, a separated life, amen, living separated, dressing godly, dressing holiness, amen, and following it up with a godly life, living, amen, holiness, living separated, amen, is still a beautiful thing in this world. It is something to be desired. It's something that our children need. But if we're not careful with just a little folly, with just a slip here, a slip there, amen, and we say something, we do something that we shouldn't do, amen, and that soul that was looking on, that was getting a little, amen, a whiff of that, that sweet ointment that says if that's what holiness is, I'm not interested in it, amen. Oh, be careful not to destroy the cluster, amen. Be careful not to destroy destroy the blessing that is in it. There's a blessing in holy living. There's a blessing in living right. There's a blessing in dressing. Amen. Holiness. Amen. With modesty and shamefacedness and sobriety. Amen. There is a blessing in this wonderful way that we live. I wish I could build it up. I see the enemy trying to tear down our holiness standard and our holiness a way of living. I wish I could build it up. I don't want to say anything that would tear it down. I don't want to say anything that would destroy it. It really doesn't take much, amen, for you to, uh, to just turn aside, for our children to turn aside and say, if that's what it is, I'm not interested in it. Amen. I like to be careful 
not to destroy it. Amen. The book of 1 Corinthians, 6th chapter. Fifth chapter, the sixth verse. Said, Your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump? Purge out therefore the old leaven, that ye may be a new lump, as ye are unleavened. For even Christ, Christ, our Passover is sanctified for us. Therefore let us keep the feast not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Amen. I wish the Lord would help me just a little while be able to preach to you this morning. Amen. Isn't it a glorious thing this plan of salvation God has handed down to us. Amen. But Paul's writing to the Corinthians. They was glorying. They was glorying in probably in their own righteousness. Amen. They were glorying. But he said your glory is not good. Know ye not that a little living. How much does it take? How many flies does it take? How much folly does it take? How many mistakes does it take? Amen. To tell your children that sanctification makes you. Amen. It changes you. It's an experience that will call, give you grace to live right. Praise God. Appreciate you, brother. Hallelujah. Amen. It is sanctification. It is an experience that will keep you from Amen. Just going off and and uh, the scripture said, be angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Amen. Not that things are not going to come our way that might upset us. That we don't just do like, amen, we're just not a time bomb. We're not a short fuse that's fixing to go off any time. You tell your children, you stand up and say, I'm glad to be saved and sanctified. Amen. And they, they look at it and it sounds good to them. But then, Amen. If you flop the handle at home, Amen, and you lose your temper in front of your children, Amen, they're going to look at it and a little folly, Amen. It's going to destroy the cluster. They're not going to see the blessing in it anymore. Praise God. I wish the Lord would help me just a little while to preach to you. The devil is using little things. The devil is using little flies. The devil's using little foxes to steal the glory, to steal the victory from the saints of God, to take the new wine out of our services with just a little bit of folly, a little bit of the world. Praise God. Amen. Well, they say that we're just, amen, we're just too strict or too hard. Amen. Because we preach about the little things. Amen. But the devil don't want us to preach about the little things. He's not tempting us. Amen. To go out to the bars. Amen. He's not tempting us to go out and smoke a cigarette. Amen. But he don't have to tempt us to do that to destroy the cluster. 
just a little folly, just a little bit of the world, just a little putting on of the world, amen, will take away the beauty of holiness. It'll destroy the blessing that's in holy living. It'll destroy the blessing that's in holy dressing and holy, amen, walking before God. Just a little, amen. Take us the little foxes, spoil the vine. Praise the Lord. Amen. Had confidence in that brother. Really used to get a lot of good out of his preaching. I heard him tell a joke that was just a little, wasn't too bad. Amen. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Amen. A little folly. Amen. And all the good that that brother might have done or have said, or have preached, or have been, was completely destroyed with just a few words. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lest any root of bitterness springing up trouble you little. Amen. Just a little bit here. And it don't even really have to be on the outside. Amen. I read where he said the kingdom of heaven is like a woman that took, that hid three measures of leaven in the lump. I got it hid. Amen. I don't know exactly if that's in context there, but the scripture that I just read to you that said, Amen, that your glory is not good. He said, No, you're not. That a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. It don't have to be on the front page of the paper. Your, your, your pastor don't have to know about it. Amen. Your wife don't even have to know about it. If you've got something in the heart that shouldn't be there, if you little let a little jealousy, a little envy, a little malice, a little strife, a little bitterness, get in your heart. Amen. It's not just going to defile. Amen. It's not just going to be okay to stay there, but it's going to destroy the whole lump. It's going to destroy the whole thing. Amen. How much leaven does it take, amen, to work on the whole lump? Amen. You could take a little bit of dough and it'll just stay right there in that place. But just add a little bit of yeast to it. Amen. And just a little while, it's worked throughout the whole lump. Amen. I don't know if I'm helping you this morning or not. Praise God. I believe I'm preaching holiness to you. I wish sometimes some of the old time, old fashioned holiness preachers were still here, stand behind the pulpit and preach holiness to us. Amen. Like Brother Ralph Campbell. Amen. Or some of the others that preach the standard without fear of favor. But I'm here to tell you that holiness, unless we keep it in its purity, that's not going to be a blessing in it anymore. There's not going to be life in it anymore. If we let a little of the world come in, if we let a little bit of this and that and mix in a little leaven here and a little leaven there we're going to look around for a blessing and it's not going to be there anymore our children are not going to want it any longer praise God you can't have church trouble without defiling many 
You can't have contention without defiling many. I don't know of one church split. I've not heard of one church split that there wasn't souls lost over it. Amen. You can't look at it and say, amen, that we'll get by. Amen. We'll cover it up here. We'll cover it up there. Amen. It's going to defile many. Amen. I didn't come necessarily just to plow the road this morning. Amen. But I felt the burden on my heart to preach to you. Amen. Don't let the cluster be destroyed. There's still a blessing in it. Amen. Your children has got blessings out of it, haven't they, brother? Praise God. Haven't you got children that's saved? They got blessings out of it. Amen. But what I want to do, I want to see that when there's grandchildren coming up, there's still a blessing around in the house of God. Amen. That the cluster is still got new wine in it. Amen. Don't destroy the cluster. Keep it fresh. Keep it pure. Keep it right. So when your children come up, they'll look at it and see the blessing also and say, that's what I want. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Oh, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. It's not just just a little thing. Just a little, you know, to kind of make me look a little better. It's kind of make me a little more attractive. Amen. Holiness. Amen. Purity. Righteousness. What you allow to happen when you start dressing up the flesh to attract. Amen. This might sound kind of old-fashioned here. It's all right. Still holding us preaching. It's kind of preaching we used to hear. Amen. It might sound a little old-fashioned. But if you, some of you that's at least heard preaching 30 and 40 years ago, it'll kind of sound, it'll kind of strike some chords with you. Amen. A little lace hanging out here. A little bow tie there. Just something to attract the flesh. That's what we set free from. The works of the flesh. What is the works of the flesh? Adultery, fornication, lasciviousness. Amen. All them little things that we begin to put on to stir up the senses of the flesh, to attract to the flesh. Amen. And all of a sudden a little leaven has started to leaven the whole lump. It's working. Just a little bit of yeast, just a little bit of leaven, but a little bit of leaven will leaven the whole lump and we'll lose the blessing. I could take you to churches with big numbers today, amen, but they never hear the truth of God's word anymore in its purity, in its entirety, and they don't have the blessing anymore. They don't have the grace of God anymore. They don't have the power of God anymore. Yes, something moves, amen, something works on them, but they're eat up with fornication, amen, they're eat up with the world, amen. Oh, I'm not throwing off on anyone else. But I'm here to tell you the devil will destroy us if he can. Whole organizations have went with it. Amen. And been destroyed. They talked about the Methodist church. Amen. Many, many years ago. And John Wesley, I suppose, was a 
good preacher, a great man of God. Amen. But he was a holiness preacher, really. He preached holiness. And he's seen it getting away from the organization. He's seen it getting away from the people. And at a Methodist convention, they, they wanted to honor the elder. Amen. John Wesley. And they give him a space to say something. We want to give the elder, amen, a space to say something. And he stood up with a few words. And he said, holiness. Are we going to make an issue out of it? Are we going to just drop it? And he sat down. And by the looks of the Methodist church, they just dropped it. Praise God. Oh, I'm preaching to us tonight. Amen. Today, are we going to make an issue out of it? Don't say that. You might disturb somebody. You might hurt somebody's feelings. Don't make an issue out of it. Hey man, don't, don't trouble the waters. Don't get over there where we're living. Don't preach about bitterness. You might hurt somebody's feelings. Don't preach about holiness. You might get on somebody's toes. Hey, are we going to make an issue out of it? Are we going to just drop it? You can drop it if you want to, but I still see a blessing in it. Woo! I still see a blessing in living right. I still see a blessing in dressing right. Hallelujah. Woo! Let's don't let it get away from us. One little thing at a time. Amen. Oh, praise God. Praise God. If I preach to you and I don't believe that it's holiness, I believe it's too much of the flesh involved for a young lady to wear a jean skirt with pockets and a zipper. And I preach that. But if I preach that to you, and three days later you see my wife wearing one, it'd destroy the whole cluster, wouldn't it? Amen. Praise God. Oh, I don't know. I may be out here so far over my head right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. Are we going to make an issue out of it? Are we going to let it slip one little bit? At a time. God's still going to have a people somewhere. But it don't necessarily have to be us. Amen. I got a burden this morning. Praise God. I love you. I love this church. I love the brethren in this church. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't know. Just out of far to go with this this morning. Amen. Isn't there a blessing in holiness? Isn't there a blessing in living right? Amen. Talk about living a holy life. It's real. It's real. Amen. Praise God. I'm down witnessing it downtown, witnessing to those, telling people how good it is to be saved. And my neighbor's standing there and I've owed him a debt for months and won't pay him. Amen. It's just old-fashioned wholeness, I guess. I knew I probably wouldn't get hooped over with it. Praise God. In fact, I already kind of got a little more liberty than I thought I might preaching to us this morning. I'm not being, I'm not being bold or hard this morning. I feel a burden on my heart. 
Amen. Some of the elders are leaving. Many of the elders that preach to me are dead and gone. They'll not be back to preach. Has Brother Ralph ever preached holiness in this pulpit? He won't be preaching here anymore. Amen. I feel a load this morning. I feel a burden this morning. Amen. Praise God. Amen. I want the cluster to keep the blessing in it, don't you? I want the church here. I want the church at Marble City. I want the churches across the country to have the blessing of holiness in it. Amen. Praise God. Just a little bit of folly, a little bit of the world, a little bit of going along with some things. Amen. Well, maybe it's not that bad. We used to, we used to be pretty safe because we didn't have televisions. I'm not just meddling this morning. But the devil is stealing some of our purity away from us. I'm convinced that he is. He's stealing it from us. It, by little foxes, they're spoiling the vines. We used to be safe enough because we didn't have televisions. And now there's so many of these phones running around that all you have to do is punch a few buttons and you're on YouTube or you're watching CNN or you're watching Fox. I'm here to tell you that it ain't no more amen, holiness to watch it on a cell phone than it is to have it in your living room paying for it on cable. Praise God. Woo. And it's eating our holiness people up. At Brother Braxton's funeral, there was several running around showing CNN on their cell phones. Amen. We're not exempt from the devil destroying the cluster that we have, the blessing that we have in our holiness churches. Amen. Oh, are we going to make an issue out of it? Are we going to badmouth the preacher because he got on our toes? Amen. I don't care whose tube it is. If you're watching television, it's wrong. Woo! Hey! You lose a blessing doing it. Got us surrounded so till we can't hardly hit nothing. If we hit one thing, the devil's got a new gadget and they're getting it on something else. I don't care how he gets the leaven in. If he gets the leaven in the lump, it'll destroy the whole lump. Amen. But the perfect law of liberty, when you look into that perfect law and you say, I don't want no part of the world. I don't want to watch what the world is watching. I don't want the sports of the world. I don't want to look like the world. I don't want to dress like the world. I want to be free from the world. And you look into that perfect law of liberty and you continue therein, you'll find there's still a blessing in it. Amen. The reason people are getting disenchanted with holiness because they've already lost the blessing. Amen. Amen. Woo. Amen. Praise God. Our children ain't going to want it if there's no blessing in it. Did you want holiness because it made you look good? Or because you liked the way it made you look to dress holiness? Is that what made you want it? Amen. That's not what made me want it. And I've never just been really 
one that thought homeless was, you know, dress was. But that's not really what made me want it, Brother Daniel. What made me want it? When I looked into the cluster, I seen the beauty of it. I seen the purity in it. And I seen the blessing in it. Praise God. Woo. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. <laughs> Woo. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. When that little daughter gets old enough to get saved, let there be enough of the glory of God moving around this place. Hallelujah. Woo. Hallelujah. Don't let the devil destroy it with a little bitterness. Don't let the devil destroy it with a little contention. Don't let the devil destroy it with the rudiments of this world. Amen. But keep the blessing in it. Hallelujah. Woo. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. I don't know, maybe I ought to move on, but I feel, I feel the Lord here with us this morning. Amen. I don't know what you think about the message, but I believe the Lord's pleased with what I'm saying this morning. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. Say, well, amen. I don't want to, I'm not just trying to hit you where you're living. We're all living in this world. I've had mine tested. I've had my sanctification tested. Amen. But I'm here to tell you, if we don't hold on to what we've got and be careful with it, we're going to lose it. We're going to lose the blessing. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Talk about a child being born again. It's still real. It's still real. Talk about a child being sanctified. It's real. It's real. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. I don't know. Maybe somebody ought to get us a song this morning. Amen. If don't feel like I've quite got my burden delivered like I'd like to. I'm fighting some spirits that don't like what I'm saying this morning. I'm fighting some spirits that like to take a little, few little things and destroy us. Amen. Amen. I'm not just swatting at gnats this morning, but if it is something that's of the world, no matter how little it is, how much does it take to make you not want it? Amen. How much does it take to make your children not want it? Amen. Praise God. I love every one of you here. I didn't come with no agenda. The Lord knows my heart. I didn't come to line anyone out this morning. But I feel a burden for our people. Amen. Amen. Don't let this cluster be destroyed. Amen. Praise the Lord. If the gospel's found you this morning, amen, don't shrug it off. I've seen many that have completely lost the blessing of holiness. Amen. There is other spirits in the world. The spirit of error. There are a lot of other things at work. But the blessing is in the purity. Amen. Godly living. Somebody get us a song if you will. Amen. I wish I could have reached a little farther. Praise the Lord. The devil is 
working overtime to bring the world in upon us. He is. Balaam looked out over the people of God. He looked for a place to curse them. And he couldn't find no place to curse. He said they're all together blessed. There's a blessing in it. How goodly are thy tents, O Jacob. Amen. So let me go look at them from this other angle. Praise God. Whoo. I can't do nothing but bless them. Let me go over here and see if I can find some fault over here. Amen. No, they're, they're blessed over here too. Praise God. There's a blessing in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But Balaam said, I tell you what, if you get, get them to marry into Moab, they're going to bring some of what Moab's got into it. Amen. You get them started. It, let the world infiltrate just a little bit. Amen. We can't, we can't curse them like they are now. They're all together blessed. There's a blessing in holiness. We can't bless them, but if we can get them to take on a little bit of the world. Amen. Now I read over there in Revelations where he said, Thou hast them that had the doctrine of Balaam. It's still alive. Well, Christ was talking to the church. The doctrine of Balaam was still alive. It's still alive today. Amen. And when the devil can't curse the church, he's trying to take the world and bring it in a little here and a little there and a little where somewhere else. And before you know it, we've lost that blessing. But oh, I'd like to hear the shout of the king again, wouldn't you? Hallelujah. Amen. I, I don't know if anybody's going to get a song or not. Amen. I guess you won't be just keep preaching. You must really be liking them preaching this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. I believe I heard that shout of a king when I was a child. And sometimes it was after old-fashioned men of God got up and kind of what we call skin our hides. And somebody thought it was a little bit too hard. But maybe in the next service, I heard the shout of a king among us. Praise God. Woo. Glory, 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 glory. Can you hear the shout of the king among us? Praise God. Are we all together blessed? I believe we are. Praise God. Let's keep the blessing in the house of God. Let's keep the blessing among the people of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. I don't know. I'm kind of in one of those places where I feel like I'm about to break through. And I'd like to, but it's not just so I can say, or you could say, that I preach good. I like to feel like, brother, something was accomplished. Amen. Let me strengthen you this morning. Preach holiness. Preach holiness. Praise God. I'll try to preach it to your daughter. Yes. I have tried to preach it. Amen. I'll try to stand for it. Amen. Amen. Oh, I've had some. I've had many that talk about. I don't agree with it. I think it's just too hard. I think it's just too straight. Amen. How do you feel about it this morning? You think I preached too hard this morning? Amen. Praise the Lord. 
Don't you want to stay with holiness? Are we going to make an issue out of it? Parents, sometimes for you to stay with holiness, you have to make an issue out of it. You have to say, son, we're not going to dress that way. We're not going to wear those kind of jeans. And you're going to have to make an issue out of it. Daughter, we don't dress that way. We don't do that. We've never believed in doing that. And we're not going to take it on now. Amen. Praise God. If I got up here with a necktie this morning, would you have hardly listened to what I had to say? I mean, honestly, would you have, would you have listened to the message very heartily if I had a necktie on this morning? How much does it take? Mother, is there anything different in a bow tie and a necktie? Come on. <laughs> That's just way out there. Let me stand for holiness if I have to stand alone. Paul said, my first answer, no man stood with me. You don't have to stand with, with me this morning. But if I can feel that good Holy Ghost and saying, that's what I want you to say. Let me preach it without fear or favor and save somebody from going to hell. Because there's still a blessing in holiness. There's still a blessing in holy living. Hallelujah. Praise God. I don't preach that you ought to pay your bills. And you can follow me up and find out that I got bills that ain't paid. Amen. When I preach it, brother, I try to have a lot to back it up. And I don't care if you'll go talk to my creditors, every one of them. And I'm not bragging, but I know the fact that if I'm not living it, I'm not going to do any good preaching it. But I'm here to tell you there's a blessing in holy living. Hallelujah. Woo! Glory to God. Let's not let the devil destroy it. I feel like there's some principalities that's having to kind of back up this morning. Amen. There's some strongholds that's already got amongst us. I used to would have preached like I preached this morning with a whole lot more liberty. But there's too much in the hearts of our people that don't want to hear holiness. But brother, it's still truth. It's still the word of God. Woo! Hallelujah. Amen. Woo! Come out of here. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Our people are too eat up with the world. Amen. They used to would have shouted with the message like I'm preaching this morning. But there's too much of the world bound in their hearts. Amen. Praise God. Woo! They like Branson and Silver Dollar City and all these other worldly attractions. They'd rather go there is to go to church any day. They miss weekend after weekend after weekend. God help us, we're ate up with the world. Woo! Hey, you can have the world if you want to. I want to continue in the perfect law of liberty. I like holiness. I like godly living. I like the power of God moving in my life. Woo! Amen. Give me that old time religion. Amen. 
Eat up with it. We're eat up with the world, brother. Hey. Hey. Amen. Praise God. Have any confidence in this sister over here? Amen. The Holy Ghost is witnessing through her what I'm preaching is truth. Is that right, sister? And the devil's already telling you you're just way out there. But the Holy Ghost says it's right. I see the world destroying us. I see little things eating us up. Praise God. Praise God. I love you, Brother Dan. I really do. Amen. You know that Daniel, he's he's kind of greedy. He's really not worth much. A little bit of folly. A few words that shouldn't have been said. Amen. I've got out here so far over my head. I, Amen. Sing when you're ready. I've done my best. I preach what God I feel like laid on my heart this morning. And it's not popular anymore. I'm kind of embarrassed how unpopular this kind of preaching is. I'm really kind of embarrassed among us how unpopular this kind of preaching is. It's a shame. It used to not be that way. But holiness is still right. If we don't stay with it, holiness is still right. If we don't live it, holiness is still right. And it's still going to take a separated, pure, ungodly life if we go to heaven. Sing when you're ready. I've done my best. Maybe I've said something that's going to help you. I'll take the road I know.